Um, I went upstairs after the episode and I said, well, Dave, you know, Dave talked about the NFL. And at the beginning, he said he wasn't going to talk about every team. And then he talked about all but two teams. There was so, like two teams I left out. Yeah, I think there was, there was two like two teams. teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good, though. I, my intent was good. My execution was not. Right. No, I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah, it, it, it depends on what you were going for for execution. If execution was short and sweet, then yes, you failed miserably. If That's it was, was if it that was, was my plan. If it was legitimate content, okay, then yeah, you just failed miserably. Never mind. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it got the Pat Cullen seal of approval. I thought he he really liked that. Pat was I into did. it. Yeah, he totally was. absolutely. I tried to throw in whatever I I did my best. That's that's you basically all. You did fine. That's basically all that I disagree. That's basically all. You, you, Are you going to ask marginal us? At best. You're going to ask us like how our week went? Sure. All right. I just want to know. Just I think cause... I'd like to know. I think the people would like to know. Oh, the people. Okay, I got something then. The people right, want to know. I do too. Of... Listen, guys. I think we know by now that the people could give a shit <laughs> about what the whip is of jo- of Shane Bieber because they can find that anywhere. That's and, not what we're here and to it was deliver. Like negative three. Yeah, I was in something crazy until he went to the postseason and laid an egg. But, uh, he's tipping his pitches. That's what they all say. Oh, I was tipping my pitches. Or you just overthought it and you choked. I don't know. You went up One against the, the Yankees and you got nervous, and that's what happened. You dominated the entire season a la Clayton Kershaw. You got to the postseason. You overthought it. Listen, if you need me to coach you, I can coach you. I I will help you. If there's anybody who can help anybody with overthinking, it's me. Agreed. Maybe five years from now, he could be like Clayton Kershaw and actually win. I hope so. Shane Bieber is good. He's real good. I like during when they had the nicknames on their back, his was not Justin. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, he thought long and hard about that one. He really did. I don't know even know how he came up with it. I mean, that's just like out of left field. It's completely out there. Pat, I like your beard. Thank you. Trying to be a little bit more like me. Yes, that's exactly it. I woke up one day and I was like, man, how can I be more like Dave? You need to lose more hair. <laughs> Fair. Your mane is way too full and lush. No, I got to cut my hair. All right. Yeah, me too. Okay. So I should start it, right? An official introduction. Might as well. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your host, Dave, a.k.a. Pumps at a Bump this evening. I'm, I am joined. Pepe didn't know who that, what that was. That I was an no MC clue. Hammer song, Pumps at a Bump. Oh, I, when you said it before, I thought you said Vanilla Ice. No, no. You were thinking of Rap Ninja. Ninja Rap, yeah. yeah ninja Rap. Baby. So Pumps at a Bump, my, my name on Squadcast this evening was i think it was his third out so it was after too legit to quit he came Which back we all with, own and we all, all own we listen oh, to it on the weekends fuck yeah i had multiple copies i might have had it on I, napster <laughs> <laughs> dude too legit to quit was way before napster i think i was in fourth grade when too legit to quit came out or so no i was in middle school so it's like seventh grade yeah right about so that. pat was listening to wheels on the bus pat was a sperm too, I want to say that spur. was early. Wait, when were you in middle school? A long time early, ago. Early ninety. Yeah. Uh, early ninety, right? It's mid. I graduated. I want to say that was late eighties, early nineties. For too legit to quit. I was probably. Oh shit! You know what? I was like sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, I was gonna say I was probably elementary school. Yeah, that was elementary school for me. Middle school was seventh and eighth. Oh, okay. See, mine was sixth, seventh, and eighth. 
Oh, that's cool. Huh. We were some yeah. some of us were overachievers. <laughs> some of us were a little bit more segregated. That's fine. We didn't have no, the sixth not. graders. <laughs> it's not fine, actually. It's not fine, David. So anyway, so Pumps and a Bump came out after it was like MC Hammer's attempt at being a little bit more gangster. I don't know. It was pretty. It was a Can't pretty sad this. attempt. <laughs> Did he have the parachute pants, like the sparkly oh, gold parachute? No, pants. he was, he was. Look it up, Google or YouTube pumps in a bump. It was, it was, it's worth it. I'm at least gonna Google it. Anyway, so I'm joined by my cohorts Brian Pepe, Patrick Cullen. How you guys doing this evening? Wonderful. Phenomenal. Couldn't be better. You say that every single time. You really do. Sure. Every I every mean, week, every day, every day I've ever known you gets gets better. Every day gets better, guys. It's how you so, just so, live your life. So you're saying every day of the coronavirus, it's just gotten better and better. It's all about a mindset, Pat. I have a did, program that I'd like now, to teach you. Now, when Trump got the presidential election win, we just saw did, it as did, an opportunity you, for the country. Okay, you said every day is still getting better and better. Every day is better yeah. in my life. I have a program. It's a twelve step program. I'd like to bring you in. Is he playing pumps in a? How pump? much money is it? It's a lifestyle, path. so I mean, it's 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 a subscription thing. I did see the cover of this album. Wow, that is not my MC Hammer. No, this is just Hammer. He dropped. The oh, MC. he went to. Oh, he went a little bit. Harder. To be honest, it's not. It wasn't the worst attempt at reinventing himself. Oh, that dance but it wasn't good. How about the dance? But it was. It wasn't good. It was no. MC Hammer's talent was in creating really catchy songs, which he did twice. Uh, One of which ripping off somebody else's tune. I was about to say, if you look at the lyrics, it's literally basically just pumps and a bump, pumps and a bump. We like the girls with the pumps and a bump. (laughs) Over and over again. I I really enjoyed hearing you say that. (laughs) Can you do that one more time? I need to record. Well, we have another recording now. Pumps and a bump. Gonna, that's like going to be my, my new, new ringtone. It's going to be back on pumps and a bump. It's, that's all he <laughs> says. I practically wanted to start dancing right there. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a, that's a whole song. And it's, yeah. it's, yeah, parachute pants are gone. Hey, you know what? He made more money than we ever did. Listen, he did the Adams Family tune too. That was pretty good. We forget that. It was very good. I remember that. It was good. That wasn't bad. It was very reminiscent of like his other stuff it was not pumps and a bump that <laughs> no, was pump. too too legit to quit pumps and a bump was a whole different venture for him yeah now he's doing uh command strip commercials so that's fun yes he is he's one of those guys that made a absolute butt ton of money and then blew it all real quick a la mike tyson just went oh he from... blew everything yeah but you know yeah, what he works. doesn't blow command strips because they stick on anything Command strips. <laughs> wow. Are we Network. suddenly? Are wait? Are we sponsored by command strips? Did I miss I, something? I hope we not, are now. Yeah, but I know a guy. Yeah. I know a guy. Guess at MC Hammer's net worth. Now, current current net worth. Four million dollars. Pat. Twelve million. One point five. Oh man, he really has. Which, you know, it's funny. You think that, and you're like, oh, that sucks. He's also got $1.5 million. Yeah. So he's doing He's just got fine. way more than I do. But, but the only difference is he could blow $1.5 million by next year. 
net worth could be 300k i think he bought a tiger once for 1.5 million dollars he probably did yeah exactly yeah pumps in a bump now he's got you'll be saying that to your kids when you put him to bed <laughs> do it tonight because jojo ain't sleeping i'll tell you that much right now you're, you're, yeah your daughter doesn't sleep she doesn't like to sleep no she likes can to i tell get... you about my week yeah please do so the big thing from the week has been you know the little one we took her pacifier out and typically, I don't know how Pat, how your kids were when you took the pacifier out, but at least when JoJo, we did that with her, she would not fall asleep. Were the boys the same way? Are they similar? No, we actually uh, got pretty lucky. Tyler was the only one, the oldest was the only one that really even used uh, okay. the banky. That's good. And he transitioned jo- pretty easily off it. JoJo was kind of a nightmare. Olivia, fucking dream. The easiest kid of all time. Like, she was great as a little, little baby, and now we took the pacifier, totally fine. On the other hand, her sister. So, she's been getting up in the middle of the night for about the last two weeks. You know, probably around two in the morning and trying to sneak in bed with us. Which is fine. You just pick her up, you put her back in bed because you don't want to, you know, have that. Because it sucks. Just, like, flick um, her off the bed? I grab her by the scruff of the neck and then just, just drag her. Yeah, that's no, what I figured. I gently carry her. You know, and I sing her a song. Pumps in a bump. Pumps in a bump. <laughs> Signs going into the rotation now. But she's like, Dad, sing me a song. And I was like, all right, I'll sing ABCs. But now Pumps in a Bump's coming. But so last night, like 3 in the morning it must have been. So me and Sam sleep next to each other as you normally would. JoJo sleeps on top of us by the pillows, you know, parallel or uh, perpendicular. Not good. 3 in the morning. Roundhouse kicks me right in the mouth, like Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. That's how I woke up at 3 in the morning. So when I'm walking around the office today, I'm like, and they're like, you don't seem well rested. No, 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 no. I just got George St. Pierre to the face, so why don't you step off a little bit? I I have a similar 3 a.m. story from last night, but I'll actually get to that in my segment. Okay, sounds good. I mean, I was going to, the only part I was going to, uh, include and Steph will tell you this, and I will deny it vehemently. But when she takes the pacifier out of my mouth, I lose it. Oh, it's just not good for anybody. Why would she ever do that? Mm-hmm. That's just silly. You got to learn to take that out yourself. Pretty you much only do it, it when I go to work and or do the podcast. <laughs> Fair. That's, that's the, the only. only th- that's the only and, times and, I've ever seen you. So and I can't corroborate. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all you know of me. But every other time, it's pacifier in the mouth. That explains your wedding vows a lot more. Uh huh. Mm, okay. Explains why she was actually able to marry me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. She's like, oh, wait, hold on. Put this. Oh, that's way better. That's way better. He shuts up. He actually stops talking, everybody. He's a lot cuter when he doesn't talk. Holy shit. I didn't know he could stop. <laughs> anyway. Mm hmm. So, Pat, are you going to wait till your segment to talk about your week? Do you have anything else you wanted to chat uh, about? No, yeah. The only the only thing I have is I am uh, very excited because it's 2020 and the world is a crazy place. So we already got all the Christmas decorations up. Very excited. About oh, that. wow. You're way ahead of yeah. us. We Well, which it's also not Thanksgiving yet. So <laughs> that's I know you're far out ahead. Yeah. And typically I would give you shit for that. Typically. Yeah. But 2020, you get a my... pass. 2020, I give it to you. If you can find anything that gives you joy that's in within the legal limits, I say you go for yeah. it. So so my thing is, one, it gives me joy. Two, I feel like I can now enjoy the holidays a little more. Right. Normally, mm-hmm. what we do is after Thanksgiving, you do Black Friday. 
and even with kids you don't do as much black friday and online now kind of rules everything but then sat that weekend is when i usually do the christmas decorations but now i can kind of enjoy it right i'm basically done with indoor done with outdoor done of the three of us if i was to vote most likely to be like chevy chase and national lampoon's christmas vacation i would actually vote for you pat 100 oh, oh it would be me <laughs> I could yeah. see you putting 10,000 lights up and standing in front of the house and just feeling so good about yourself. Oh, yeah. We have seven blow-ups, uh, three or four. <laughs> you do Come not on. have seven. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck so, out. So, tell, tell me what the seven blow-ups are. Um, the, the favorite new one this year is a Santa in a truck with a Christmas tree in the back. Then we got a nine-foot <laughs> Santa. Megan did not want that one. I won that. Um, <laughs> then we got a Christmas penguin, a polar bear Christmas guy a christmas goat and then a santa with an elf on one side a reindeer on the other side and then a reindeer falling uh like tangled in wires fall uh Clever. yeah off that that so we got that then we got Please. ice lights two things mm, yes. i'm gonna need a picture of that for this episode oh, i got it when okay. i post on the website okay. if i ever actually get to updating the website it's on my agenda for this week that's good i'm gonna need a picture of that though i got you how many years ago did you start this? I basically started it whenever, since I've had a house. So I, this is technically, this will be year six of having a house. And basically I, cause even as a kid, we did it. They, they did it pretty big in Georgia. So I continued at my, right with my parents' house, I did it. And then uh, just continued it, the process um, at my, when I started owning a home's. And basically what I've done is I've kind of weeded out the old stuff and I've bought new stuff. So what me and Megan really do is we, uh, can we pause one second? Yeah, don't you, pause it. I'll just edit it pause? out. Yeah, no, no. Pause it. Are you going to purge? No. You purging? Don't do that. What's he doing? What do you think he's doing? I've got I've got like no battery left. I just noticed as I'm talking. That's kind of why I like started to stumble what I was saying. No, that's because you're an idiot. That too. I say leave it all in. <laughs> this is all good stuff. <laughs> oh wow! Look at it. if you if you listeners could see his dumb face at some Look point. At camera. Oh, if we man. could YouTube this, I think our our low lun- listenership would actually go down. It would. Once they could see, they don't want to see us. Our dumb faces. Ah, there we go. What the hell? How oh, hard is God. it to figure that out? Sorry about that. Thank God. Um, wow. All right. Uh, well, so back to not stumbling. I know. Um, or start talking without stumbling. Do you have a Ronald Acuna blow up? I wish. <laughs> I wish I had a Ronald Acuna blow up. Can I ask a question? Yes. How much does the average blow up cost? Okay, so this leads me into what I was about to talk about. So um, stoking his fire. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Pour a little gasoline in there. Yeah. Um, the average blow up cost roughly between I'd say forty and a hundred bucks. Right, you can go a little cheaper, and there's a couple big ones. Right. So what we do is, it's it's basically our family tradition ever since we've owned a home. Uh, we'll say the last three years, we always go the day after Christmas because they don't have price. So so the Santa blow up. The goat, the reindeer, the polar bear, all new. Oh, they're wow. all, but I, wow. we bought them on December 26th. 
couple so couple the last year's model but they're new to you yeah so, so generally what we'll do is and we'll probably go a little cheaper this year just because with everything going on we generally buy one or two new things in the beginning in november and then we'll buy like four or five things whether they're blow-ups or whatever indoor outdoor we'll buy it december 26th or 27th because they cut everything half off and then it, the kids absolutely love the blow-ups too so it's just it works out yeah so i whatever i've paid almost cut it in half of what it's actually technically worth good for you yeah that's a real father thing Can I get have it you cheaper? driven by the famous house in east hampton massachusetts no i have so there, there, right there's a couple right off uh, sorry yeah this one you'll know i think they have north of 50 oh wow yeah, they really they do it up right whole yard Ooh, i want to so so is blow-ups we, we go to uh every year you're in the my you're in the minor leagues yeah, you're no, kind no, of no, it's fine it's you're fine. not really a big yeah. deal you thought you were a big <laughs> don't, deal you're not. don't don't tell tyler because tyler keeps on saying we have the best house this year oh we're i'm telling tyler if Although, there's somebody who likes to crush children's dreams it's me <laughs> oh that's good i hope you have that on your resume we, we so we do like the the uh, houses with the music that you can put on the radio station. Yeah. They have the dancing lights. There's actually one yeah. right down the street from us, which is awesome. Definitely a lower scale one, but I, we like two, three times a week during Christmas, we'll go down there and watch it because the boys love it. There's a really good place. There's one place in Westfield. There's another one in East Longmeadow that has two houses that do it. That's the one we yeah. go every year. That's kind of like the famous one. So I thought that's where you're going, but I'll definitely, uh, We'll be I just know this one guy. This guy's insane. It's 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 forty it's to fifty. Impressive. Do you have? I just drove by it randomly one night and I went, "Holy shit!" and had to spin around and pull like so many people do. And I actually work with a guy who lives at the end of that street, and he says it's just obnoxious how many people pull onto that street and stop and turn around yep, yep, yep. all night long, every night. You you got to give me that location later so I can do that. Oh, I'll tell you. Yep. I'll show you. Anyway. Well, good stuff, Pat. I'm glad that you and your kids are bonding over weird blow-up dolls. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. It makes it less creepy, I think. I think so. I think it makes it a little... It makes you a little bit more approachable. <laughs> so, anyway, you guys want to jump into some fun facts? Absolutely. I got some fun facts for I do. Man, I got three good ones again. I tell you, I really try i did not vet these out either because i oh, already knew no. these were home runs unvetted facts for the people these are unvetted facts so i got three fun facts and then i actually have a question for you guys that i think okay. will be good okay. so let's start off fun fact number one before mating a female giraffe will urinate in the male's mouth like every time every time they do that i know i, mean, wow. I, I feel like that's a thing with animals I, I never. So yeah. th thank you, Patrick. Was that That's a where I was thing? going with this. Is like, what's with animals and urinating yeah. on people? It's like they're it's all be a dominance they, thing. They all have these weird internet porn fetishes. You or know, it would probably be we're the weird ones because we're the only ones doing it behind closed doors. Except R. Kelly. <laughs> Except <laughs> R. Kelly, and that was also weird to say because. We, I just said that we're all peeing on people behind closed yeah. doors or, or being peed on or being peed on. Yeah. yeah. I'm not peeing on her. What am I sick? That's just weird. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> I mean, come on. She Nobody's might pee on that. you or yeah, in your mouth. Obviously. God, I'm a gentleman. 
Oh man, I don't understand why we don't have more listeners. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Do they? I think the average listen time is about fifteen minutes after we tell the first fun fact. Yeah, correct. that cannot be true. Well, when you don't vet them, David. All right. Redemption fact. Here comes number okay. two. This if so that was the hook. We'll put that now, one aside. Now we're just gonna pull them right in. Right. When mating, the male octopus tears off his arm, the one that also is his penis, places it in the female, and then swims off to die. Hang on. He pulls his dick off, puts it in there, and goes, gotta go. I'm out. And then he goes and dies lonely in a corner. Wow. Wow. I don't know. She must be really chatty. (laughs) Wow. I want to know where all these facts were in science class in school. Who's the guy that, like, so somebody was filming it and went, hang on a second. Wait, did he just. Was that? Pull that off? That can't be. That's a different. Nope, that's his penis. There it goes right inside. Up oh, there he goes. So okay. they're into it, right? They're doing their thing. A little foreplay, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Some tentacles here, some tentacles there. And then he's like, <laughs> and then yeah. swims away. Hmm. And dies. She clearly does not have a great personality. It's just upsetting. She's <laughs> like, no, I just. Why are whatever. you putting take this on and, her? Take the it dude, and go. The dude's got problems. Tears it, it off. Is this like? Is this question. like every octopus does that? Oh yeah. Is this just a personality thing for yeah. Phil the octopus? Thing. I think it's an octopus thing. So, is yeah. octopus so. Pete just pulling off his penis and going? But everybody octopus else. Octopus Pete. Did you guys big, see that that Netflix documentary song. of the guy who befriended the octopus? No. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, that was a quite popular one. It rated really, really high. Ooh, what's like he really befriended an octopus? Oh, jeez. What is it did, called? Did they have he sex? Did. Did um, his penis get pulled no off and handed to him? There was no sex. No sex. Well, forget it. Uh, it's called My Octopus Teacher, and I highly recommend it. It sounds dumb as hell until you watch it. It's wild. Wow. Interesting. I've not yeah, seen it's a it. guy. It's a scuba that. diver. He scuba dives every single day, and he's like a marine biologist or something. Mm. And he decides to study a, an octopus, and every single day he goes to the same spot, and he ends up like befriending it, and then takes them through all these it's, it's it's wild no no ripping of tentacles and shoving them in females that i saw though couldn't have been that close then uh, that's true mm, that's, octopus just didn't want to let his guard down yeah it's kind of sad all right let's do something a little bit less disturbing less disturbing <laughs> third so, fact we had the giraffe peeing we're gonna get out of the animal penis kingdom. throwing okay yeah. out yeah. of no penis and uh ripping inserting. and tearing yeah. inserting I was the way you said it was better. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's get away from that, guys. Let's get a little bit more. Let's talk about the the human race and how normal we are. When getting a lap dance in Ohio, strippers aren't allowed to touch you unless you're an immediate relative. No. Law. No. I thought you were going to say there's a sheet on you. <laughs> In the name, it says lap dance. So what is it at that point? And then listen, it's just a dance. Listen, there's this no is, laps. This is weird. You're not, it's not like you're my brother. This is a little weird. I can't, I can't go there with you. I'm sorry. What is the level of relative? Is it immediate relative? Like your sister? 
could your third cousin be? It there? says immediate relative. So your sister or yeah. mom. Yeah, cousins is weird. But dad. brother, fine. Oh, That's fine. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. I will just go to a different strip club and watch from afar. I just don't get that. Because to me, that sounds like one of those random laws that was like passed in the early 1800s Agreed. that just never went away. But how many strip clubs were how there? In how early old 1800s? are strip clubs? How old yeah. are lap dances? Right. When was That's... the lap dance invented? Right. That's like a law where you have to walk your donkey on every other Thursday yeah. in December. And you're like, what? Right. That's weird. Okay, I'll Dogs do it. Dogs aren't allowed to smoke cigars like that. Sort right. Of thing. It's like it's one like, of those things that weird they just never kind of got rid of. Kind of type of. No, loss. they but they put that one in yeah, last year. This one does not seem <laughs> like that though, because again, I. Yeah, wow. Do you need to have documented A lap dance was invented in the 70s, by the way. Yeah, so this law was probably in the 70s or 80s. Do you take them for their word? No, can can, the can we just department... say, then why why even have the stipulation that a relative can? That's right. a great question. Right. Like Because then it's not sexual. Then you're, then you're watching performance art. I guarantee you that's what it is. Okay. But it's this I, I, I actually believe you. That kind of... Uh, yeah. That's Makes like sense. whenever Sam asks me a like a Jeopardy question and I'll just spit out an answer and then she asks me, you don't know that, and then I'll give her a bullshit answer that actually sounds like I know what I'm talking about. That's what that was. Yeah. The beauty of Makes our wives sense, not though. listening to our podcast. Yes. We can expose some of those things. Yeah. I don't want her to know that now. So just remember that next time you guys are in Ohio. Yeah. At a strip club. Will do. Getting a lap dance and it's not your immediate sibling. Damn. Keep that in mind. Unfortunately, it is frowned I kept upon. my sister at home. It is frowned upon. <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me, sir. The bouncer comes over. Excuse me. Is that is that your is that your sister or are you some kind of sicko? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, sorry. Those are Ohio. pretty good facts. Solid. I you know I I try. I do. You do try. And instead of a bonus fact this week, we're gonna do a question. We're gonna do a bonus question. I'm gonna throw it at you guys. Mm-hmm. If if you stall out, which you might, I will be happy to answer for you. I don't like that you ask. Now, is it our opinion or like a fact question that we should know? Opinion. Oh, it's opinion. Okay. This is an opinion question. Let's let's and Pepe, all, our, all of our fan know. All of our fan should know that we have not been privy to the question prior to the there's podcast. there's been no announcing of the question. They have no idea what the question is. And it's also vault. fan. If you want to email in with your own answer to this, we welcome that. And if Pepe remembers, we'll say it on the next show. I probably won't remember, but I'll try. I'll do a post Here's the question. I'll do a post it. For those who have watched the show Seinfeld, Mm -hmm. which Seinfeld character would be the most annoying to be trapped in an elevator with? Out of the four. We're talking the four main characters, Jerry, Seinfeld character, all characters. Oh. Of all time, on the show, most annoying. I think I go with Kenny Banya. Wow, that was fast. Do tell. Kenny Banya is so annoying. He's the one that's like, it's gold, Jerry. It's gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? He's like, mm-hmm. a, I think he wants to be a comedian, and he befriends Jerry. And the actor does an awesome job because his goal is to be annoying. Mm-hmm. And he's just perfect at it. There's like a jacket that Jerry lends in. It's a whole thing. Um 
very, very good episode. But I would go Kenny Bandy. He's awful. He's just horrible. I got to go with George's dad. George's dad is <laughs> funny and great, but trapped yes. in the fucking elevator, you kill him. Yes, I agree you, with you. you can, or is... his mom. His mom might be worse. It's really Her hard to say. voice is more annoying. George's Her voice mother's is... voice is horrible. But have I ever, just... Have you ever seen... I think it was an outtake from one of the episodes where... George's dad and Elaine are in the are at the jail at the uh, the police station, and uh, they keep saying, "You want a piece of me?" and and they start yelling, like running after each other. He's like, "You want a piece of me? You got it!" And they just run right <laughs> after. It's really funny. He, I think I, my I, I think my funny. favorite George's parents piece bit was when they caught him jerking off. Oh yeah, I walk in and I see my son treat his body like an amusement park. <laughs> It's one of my favorite lines of all time. Uh, the problem is Pat right now is Googling Seinfeld quotes. <laughs> He's no. trying to find characters. No, 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 no. I don't. Oh, I, Kramer. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not. A... I like Seinfeld. <laughs> I think Seinfeld is annoying. Yeah. I don't mind Seinfeld at all, but uh, I I was not a huge fan. And again, it's not that. It's one of those things that if it was on the TV, I would totally watch it. But Humor I us, so, Pat. so I will just go with uh, the soup Nazi. Because I don't want to be stuck in an elevator, and all the guy says is, no soup for you. He was an angry bastard. Exactly. That's all he said. So I, I he just... made his own soup. Yeah. Did you know that? That guy made his own soup, and he was I selling didn't know it that. in the supermarket. Actually, oh, really? Fun, yeah. Fun, That's cool. Fun fact. Fun fact. I didn't vet that oh, one either, David. Pepe and it didn't have any penises. Didn't run it by no me. I, I'm not the one who said it. I don't know if it qualifies as an actual fun fact. I think it's pretty fun, though. It's pretty it fun was pretty fact. cool. Yeah. It's a pretty fun fact. Good show. saying. My other only other t- I remember the mo- the biggest thing I remember about Seinfeld is I could never understand Jerry's hairstyle. Oh, the mullet! I thought it was the dumbest looking hairstyle I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really he strange. Like an idiot. I never understood it. He actually was like an awkwardly looking person all around. The way that he always wore those off colored button up shirts tucked into his really tight jeans, yeah. and then he had the weird hair. And mm-hmm. then, then you would find out that he was like a womanizer, and he just was always dating young women. And and then I realized and, and that he's, he and he's goofy looking. He's goofy, but he's funny. He's really funny. He's very funny, and he's a almost a billionaire now because of just that show. Oh, he's got to be. He's, he's yeah, at like nine hundred and eighty million. Look up his net worth. It's something right, crazy. Net worth. I check in once a week on it. I just like to see where he's at. It was it's such really a good show, though. It was, it was a very a good, good show. show. Very good show. Now he's doing comedian in comedians and cars getting coffee. Have you ever watched That's that? That's okay. I've seen it. It's okay. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are very, very funny. His latest stand up was really good. Very, very good. Really good. And then mm-hmm. I was blown away that he's in his sixties. He looks fantastic. Nine hundred and fifty. Unlike any of us. We look nine hundred and fifty like, million look, dollars. Nine hundred fifty. I mean, so he's kinda rich, but he's not that rich. Mm-hmm. No. No, <laughs> forever they had the they had the curse of Seinfeld where he was the only one that profited off that show, and then Julia Louis really? Dreyfus just coming in hard later on in age and just did Veep, did her other shows, and just really really doing it. That's a woman. Just to make a side note, looks exactly the same now as she did back. She then. looks great. She looks the exact same age. Yeah, it's she crazy. looks great. You know, they've all did pretty well with the exception of Kramer because he's a giant racist. But... Uh, he's a racist, horrible person. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. 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 There's a stand up where he just started yelling at the crowd. It was not, it wasn't there were... Cosmo Kramer esque. Yeah. There was somebody in the crowd that was harassing him. 
and he reacted poorly. Yeah. yeah. Did another Seinfeld thing? Did you see? Now, not to get political, but did you guys see Newman did a commercial for the U.S. Postal Service about winning about uh, mailing in your ballots? No. If you haven't watched, it's really really funny. I will have to watch that. Yeah, it's it's really good. See, it's Wayne Knight, the actor that played Newman, and he's you know a, a postal worker again, and he's just pissed off at Trump for going after him. It's really good. <laughs> it's pretty great. Nice. What's the guy's name who played uh, Cosmo Craner? Uh, Michael Richards. So Michael Richards, very famous for Cosmo Kramer, not his best character of all time. Who? Hang on. UHF. Yes. Yes, Stanley Spadowski. Yes, is I'm the best character. Thinking of something character. orange. Something <laughs> orange. Something orange. Give up? It's an orange. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen UHF, it's Weird Al Yankovic's Weird Al Yankovic's movie. It is one hundred percent insane. It's it's oh. one of the craziest movies. I probably ever seen. I think that. it's like we're talking like 1986, 1987, the, the wheel 1989. Of fish. The wheel 89. of fish is so funny. Oh, Red Schnepper. But UHF, good movie. Oh man, Badgers. We don't we need no stick of Badgers. Cheech Marin. Cheech you Marin took it? the box. <laughs> What's in the box? You're so stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. UHF is phenomenal. You should really. It's, it's probably. Weird Al Yankovic's best work. It's so funny. It's so good. Anyway, Mm -hmm. should we talk about some sports on the Middle Age Sports Spectacular? Might as well do something. I don't know. We've let's go to the sports desk. When you cover everything from octopuses ripping their extremities and shoving them into their mates to Mm -hmm. Stanley Spadowski, I don't know what else there is to talk about. But I think we're good. I think a few things have happened in baseball, and Patrick is going to talk about them. This week was very bookend. A couple things happened in the beginning, and then a couple things just happened recently as we're recording on uh, Tuesday, November 17th, I believe. So first first off, uh, Cy Young Awards, after we recorded on Wednesday, Trevor Bauer took home the NL Cy Young. That was my pick. Pepe, was that your pick too? I have no idea. Was it not? Uh, Who did I pick? I don't. I think it was. I think you picked it. No. You picked a Grom. I, I, I probably also, picked a Grom. I might have picked a Grom. I had said I really like Bauer. He's the but best, but Darvish. I went with Degrom. I thought you no. Then you pushed me to Darvish. Yeah. 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 You, you forced me. his hand. You forced you the man's me. hand, Pat. So, Honestly, if you really look at deep statistics, Darvish was the best of the three. We, we, but we had this argument last week. Bauer's <laughs> the man. Um, so I am all for Bauer winning the Cy Young. Bauer won, and then Shane Bieber won in a landslide. That was no one saw that one coming. And then no. I, I believe Pepe had Jose Abreu. He did. Damn right, I did. I did not. Jose Ramirez was the right. Call. I had Jose Ramirez as well. Yeah, you yeah. both he was told the right me call. that Ramirez was the pick, yep. and I told you that was not right. And well, you say that. Well, it was right, but he didn't win. Exactly. Now, did yeah. you see Jose Abreu's reaction too? That was pretty cool. No, was no. it good? Yeah, he like melted down, but it was a good meltdown. Um, okay. <laughs> and then. Okay. Uh, uh, Freddie Freeman, deservedly so, won in the National League. Deservedly yeah. so. In a 100%. landslide. I think there was only one other first. He got all the first place votes except for one or two, two. and that went to Mookie? Yep. Yep. Went two to Mookie. Them. Yeah. And one of them was Bob Nightingale, so that doesn't count. Did you guys see the memes that said congratulations to Buzz from Home Alone for winning the – because if you've never noticed, he looks exactly like Buzz from Home Alone. Oh. Like identical to him. 
That's wild. I Google never noticed that. Uh, Freddie Freeman, Buzz from Home Alone, identical brother. Okay, I'll have to look. Not now though, because if you look at Buzz from Home Alone now, it's not good. <laughs> not good. Someone did. Someone didn't age like uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane! How much alike they look. Right. That's wild. Home. Look at that hairstyle. So good. Freddie Freeman in this picture looks like he could be Pat Collins' cousin, brother. Tell me I they don't look see. related. Yeah, kind of. I wish I just had half of his athletic. Say count. it. That looks like a yeah. Cullen. He looks like a Cullen, I guess. I'm holding I'm it up to the old. camera so all three of them can. All two of you. All three of us. Seriously. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is there I, somebody I else? See I, uh, I see the Buzz McAllister like one, not the. Yeah. How old is Freddie Freeman? Is he thirty? Yeah. Oh, uh, so he's peak. He's got a he's got a couple more peak years in him. Man, yeah, but he's been I, around. it feels like he's it feels like he's forty. Yeah. It feels yeah. like he's been around forever. I I would argue though with Freeman with the position he plays and with the way he swings he, I mean these yeah these next couple of years are going to be his peak years but I don't think he's going to age as poorly as Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. But even Miguel Cabrera was a really or a pretty good player. Albert Pujols, I think, unfortunately, is the pretty one. good. Mm-hmm. Miguel Cabrera no, 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 was no, no, the no, best no, hitter in the game no, no. at one I, point. I, I didn't finish for a while. Yeah, no, my my at, my and, point and my, was in his mid thirties, he was still a, a pretty good player. Like yeah. like Pujols hmm. fell off a cliff, unfortunately. Like Miguel Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera is still in his mid thirties. Is he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he was young good. when he started. Oh yeah, that is right. One. Yeah. That is a good well, point. he's 37, but he's that's been young. bad. Yeah, but he's not young, been good the last three years. Yeah, but, but that's kind of yes. what I'm saying. So even I think his age 35 season, his last two years have been not good. No, they have not. And that's what's sad is because we're talking about a guy who was hitting 350, and just he was gonna he was going to put up some offensive records, mm-hmm. and the Detroit Tigers said, you know what, we have this guy who's not in terribly great shape. But he's a really good hitter, and we still—I know we have him signed for three more years. But let's extend him till he's like fifty years old, yeah, and give him like well. thirty million a year. Really smart move. Yeah, and he was getting heavy. Like he, well, he, he was he, a terrible defender, so you're only paying yeah. for the bat. Which, no matter what, no matter how good the bat is, it's still worth a little bit less, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, but at thirty-seven, yeah, his last f- four seasons. He had a 0.3 war last year. We're using war as the barometer. He had a negative 0.3 war the year before. He had a 0.7 the war year before that, and a negative 0.2 the year before that. He has not been good since 2016 when he had a 4.8 war, and that was despite a negative 10 war on defense. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Then there was his peak years in 2010 through 2013 where he averaged about seven plus war. Yep. No. So, so you're right. Mahou had the mighty have fallen. He went from a five war season to a negative point three, just like that. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Which is real sad. Mid thirties. That is, that is not is... something you necessarily see. You don't usually see a drop that significant. No. Agreed. Because that is right. literally an MVP caliber caliber player, and he's always going to war is not going to be as kind because of what you just said with the defense. But right. still, so a, so a five war almost pure hitter is really good, but going to a negative war, yeah. That's He's just... gonna make thirty one million dollars a year. 
And he has vesting options for 24 and 25. What a poor bastard. Let me ask a question. The last couple seasons, how's his health been? Google that uh, n- not great. 2017. I feel like I he's been injured. He only played 40. He games. only played 57 games this year. Yeah. Well, that's, but there was, was only 60. Yeah. You know what? Though? Yeah. As you, yeah. as you, you get older, day. you get 100 and, you 136 day. last year. Yeah, the year before well, he had a very 38. Yeah. Yeah. As you get older, though, I think you get healthier and quicker. So I. Think that's what the Tigers were banking on. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Dembrowski by chance? Guy's got a wake behind of just dead bodies. Funny. It might be. Was it? And it yeah, was. Probably he is. signed him. Oh, yeah. Dombrowski signed him. Then he's like, oh, that's a bad move. Let me go to the Red Sox. He's the, he's the meme that shovels yeah. money into the fire, man. Dombrowski was like, oops. All right, I'm out. I don't know. Don't matter. All right, though. And, and you imagine the interview with Dombrowski, and he was just like, listen, ask me all the questions you want. Here's the deal. I'll win you a ring. But what? He, but he did collateral damage. I don't speak to that. Yep. I will. I'll get you a ring. But, but you know what though? Again, is it worth it? He got a ring. Yeah. Got it, him it, a ring. It's not the most ideal way to do it. You want sustainability, but you got a ring. Here's did the, the Tigers thing. Win? No. no, they came real close. They but got the beat Sox by the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got yeah. okay. Like that was yeah. the most absurd ALCS where the Tigers pitching like dominated the Red Sox, but yeah. Red Sox still pulled it out of their ass. Yeah, were, I was at that game where, where Ortiz slam. hit the home. I was there for that. And how we, excited were you? Well, so I was there with a buddy of mine, and he was like, "It was I don't know what the score was at one point in the game." He's like, "We gotta leave. I'm not sitting here watching this." I was like, "Dude, it's a playoff game. We're not freaking leaving." And we he went out to the get his kid a hat, and I was like, "Let's go see the rest of the inning. The bases are loaded." We walk up. Ortiz gets up. He smacks it. The whole place loses their mind. And mind you, Yankees fan, I'm walking through and people are trying to high five me and I I just walk right by him. And one guy looks so sad. So I high fived him oh, and it made his day. He was like, oh. he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that guy's pretty, whole mission that night was to have you high five him. And yeah, you did almost it. let that go. I did. I wouldn't No, I wouldn't let a fan down. He saw me. He knew who I was. I high five him and made, he called his kid. I he's, think the... he, he's a listener. I've been that remind. I've been to a World Series game the red the last year the Red Sox won. I was at the David Price game. That was an insane, insanely loud game. I've been to ALCS, uh, Division Series. I've been to some playoff games. I've been to some big games. I still think to this day the biggest game I ever went to was the last game that Roger Clemens pitched in Fenway, Ooh. and it was against Kurt Schilling. And I'll never forget it. I took a girl that I was dating at the time and we did, did you dump her halfway through the game only to <laughs> undump her later on a- asking for uh, a friend's personal experience yeah <laughs> i did not i did not you oh, might have wow. to elaborate on yeah. whatever it is you're talking about pepe yeah, literally at last, week. <laughs> at last year. oh wow no, i'm not that terrible a person jesus uh, jorge posada hit that double i was like hey you seem nice enough <laughs> <laughs> and we sat out in the bleachers at Fenway, which is where you want to sit if you want to drink yeah. and have a good time with a bunch of people and hopefully get rowdy later. And mind you, it's Red Sox Yankees, peak Red Sox Yankees timing, right? So Clemens' last game, the place was just thunderous through the whole thing. It was definitely World Series esque. And I remember it got to the sixth inning and it was one to one, and Schilling uncharacteristic he gave up a single and he might have walked a guy kind of uncharacteristically but you know he was you know he was tiring and he had two on and there was two out 
And we were like 15 rows back and everybody was on their feet. The place was just going nuts. And then a fucking pitch, Derek Jeter swung the bat and hit a home run into the monster seats. And every Red Sox fan sat down, which was the entirety of the bleacher section, <laughs> with the exception of one dude five rows in front of us, and he had a beer in his hand, and he turned around, and he just went, yeah, <laughs> to the whole crowd. <sighs> and I'll be honest, we all laughed. It was that yeah. funny. It was like, good That's on true, you, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. just we were all just pissed off, just sat down because he gave up a three. The, the Red Sox lost enemy, four to one. Enemy territory. Yeah, yeah. I believe they lost four to one. I'm not positive, but I'm almost. I'm pretty sure. And that was that's pretty you know, great. <laughs> Clem, it was a great. I mean, it's a great showdown up until that point. But that guy. So I don't know what we were talking about, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. So so then I'll I'll kind of pivot to there. We'll get to Derek Jeter in a second. Uh, just a couple of quick updates. Stroman did accept the qualifying offer, which the rumor was he was not. I do think that was a smart thing. Smart move. I think he Mets will be a good team. I think he can kind of add value pitching and, and getting a nice long-term deal, hopefully in a better economy too. Gosman took the qualifying offer, which he would have been dumb if he did not. He dumb just made he didn't. almost $19 million. Now he gets to go pitch for the Giants again. Um, Drew Smiley was uh, one of the first signings uh, of the offseason. Signed a one-year, $11 million deal with the Atlanta Braves. That typical Alex Anthopoulos move. Pay a little extra for a guy that he seems to like. The analytics, at least, with uh, strikeout percentage was ridiculous. The K per nine. He's a couple years off Tommy John surgery, and uh, his uh, mile-per-hour average increased two-and-a-half uh, miles per hour. So... They, so, yes. for all of our fans who are, we know they're diehard Atlanta Braves fans, so they know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> who is Alex Polychronopoulos? What's, <laughs> what's his typical move? Alex Anthopoulos? Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. You Wait, you don't know the GM for the Atlanta Braves? Most, most people probably would, like a, a legit baseball fan, because... He was well, with he the just ball. turned you into. He just insulted everybody that doesn't listen to us. Yeah, fair enough. That does listen to us, whether or not they're a legit baseball yeah. fan. Sorry, guys. This show yeah, is only the for Blue hardcore Jays baseball GM fans. For a long time. Fuck off. Email us. For... Email us if you didn't know who Alex Anthopoulos um, was. <laughs> he uh, he's the GM for the Braves. He was the one of the vice president. They had like three assistant GMs for the Dodgers um, a couple of years ago. And he, he was the Blue Jays. He was he started off with the Blue Jays. That's kind of where he made. What's his a, name. What's he, his classic move though? His his classic move is it's what he's done with, since he's taken over for the Braves. One year deal, a little higher APV than gotcha. right. Cole Hamels got one year, eighteen million, probably a little higher than people that worked thought. out great. That worked out horribly. Josh Donaldson <laughs> got a one year, twenty three million deal, a little that higher APV because but the only one year that worked out really well. That that's that was a totally fine deal. Yeah, Ozuna got eighteen mil Woo, for one year. Loved that move too. That probably wasn't super high, but the fact that he had a qualifying offer is probably what made that a higher one year deal than most people were willing to do. Obviously, that pro rated, right? They didn't pay him. 18 no, 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 no. no. The... But it was at the time when they did the contract, they thought it was going to be eighteen million. Gotcha. And even like Travis Darno got two and sixteen last year, and although a lot of people liked Darno, they thought that was a little much. So. 
this is a typical give a guy who has shown some some things that they like uh, a little higher because uh, one Kylie McDaniel had him at one year seven million. Someone else had him at two years seventeen. So it's just a it's a one year deal with a pay a little more, but get that one year. I wonder what he would give James Harden for one year, like <laughs> seventy million. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yep, exactly. Well, th- that was why I think in a different economy, I would. I think Trevor Bauer to the Braves would have made a lot of sense, and it would sure. have been like one year. 35 40 million dollars yeah but in i think it's to one aa doesn't alex anthopolis doesn't try to get too tight in in case right so you don't have a miguel cabrera or a albert pujols and i also think he knows that the braves have a lot of good young players that are going to have to get paid at some point so you don't want to sign guys and then have to pick and choose between the young players to keep the only other big deal, at least that I can remember, is Clevenger got a two-year, eleven and a half million. How's he going to do that first year? Not great, which is why they probably signed that deal, and he has some incentives to make a little more. But Clevenger also, they announced having Tommy John surgery and will miss the entire twenty twenty. Who's the season. doctor that did that physical? Because I'm not going to that guy. Oh, yeah, not great. Man. Not great. It's not. It's not even the fact like they gave up some good prospects, but no one that really was a name that hurt the Padres too bad but it's just the fact that you gave up a lot of that capital to get a guy that's really not going to help you so I mean right losing the the big allure for him is you got him for two and a half years and now you get him for you know a year and a half and right usually Tommy John that first year you miss and that second year you're kind of get you know figuring it out and it's that next year you know a full year removed from tommy john and playing it's the following year that you generally kind of do well so yeah not not great but yeah so the other two really big news of this of the last week is kim ang the uh it will be the new general manager of the miami marlins uh that was a Derek jeter signing he has ties with uh, Kim Ang from the Yankees. She was the assistant GM uh, when they were not the team in the 90s, but won a couple World Series from 98 to uh, 2001. Yeah, so I, I think that's the thing is, I, I know it's a good story and all. First woman to be a GM, first Asian American to be a GM, but she is not a, uh, she's not a puppet, right? She's not, not a someone- novelty. Yes, yeah, that that's the she this is someone who has been even a couple of years ago she was uh one of the candidates for the Giants in the Mets GM. This is not someone just to hire to ha- be a novelty and be look what we did. So, like she is a baseball person. She's been in baseball almost 30 years. Recently she's been the MLB uh vice president of ops. Um, for like the last eight, nine years. So she is definitely someone who is qualified for the job. I wish her nothing but the worst because she is now going to be with Miami Marlins. <laughs> um, I did read on Twitter, which I agreed with, uh, that someone said hopefully she can find a pitcher that won't throw at Ronald Acuna Jr. So I, in that, I wish her well. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting. That is an interesting team. It's different from the 
Marlins we grew up with. They're not going to win a World Series and blow it up. They were they are they are led by Jeter. They have more sustainability. So she and she's got some talent on that team. I I think she has a little ways to go. And the NL East is not going to be easy going up against the Braves, who have a lot of good young talent, and the Mets, who have a billionaire owner. So she's gonna. It's gonna be. Tough. They are the Mets until proven otherwise, though. A hundred percent. I I agree with you. I agree. I agree. Sorry, Mets fans. Yeah. I'm always apologizing to other fan bases. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no need to apologize. I'm sorry for pooing on your team. Yeah, it's a great. That's a great story. Yeah, it's really really yep. great. And uh, we'll see how she does. Yeah, but again, not a novelty. Uh, this no, is... she knows what she's doing. I wonder had she been a man if she would have gotten the job earlier yeah people, do you think people were were questioning signing her because they think that you know that people would have thought it was a novelty yeah um it, or are they holding it against her because she's been around forever she was an assistant gm for a, over a decade so you're saying she's overdue for this position correct yeah, it's hard to say. I think we'll never know, right? Um, I I think the one thing is is how many teams are there? Thirty. How many of them are white males? The GMs, like twenty nine. How do I know? No, there's probably a couple less. So, so ninety four percent. It's po- It's certainly as possible. I mean, you you see these types of issues in in every major sport. Yeah, it's predominantly white male. So. That's that's good. It's awesome. It's probably it's probably is a little bit overdue with no other evidence in front of me. I yeah, really I, I would say it, that's a hard statement to make. I'm, I'm not to, saying that. I'm willing to bet. I don't think it's. I I don't know if that's a foregone conclusion because I would also say of the candidates, how many people were white males? It's probably a higher percentage. Now, we, yes. the the other thing he's not he's not wrong. There. The, the, the not other wrong thing I will also say is I I think a lot of these jobs are who do you know so i think this is a perfect example of cheater is comfortable with ang so mm-hmm. in that sense the, the the some some of the other thing of why the, do you hate women Pat? i don't oh, stop it <laughs> so if, if you look at some of the organizations she's worked for the yankees brian yeah. cashman was the general manager when she was the assistant brian cashman is still the general manager that's a hard yeah that's the, that's the, the dodgers is the other okay, one pat, in granted pat did his homework to defunct you, well, you no, the... but so I'm just going to challenge you on that. Okay. So you're the assistant general manager to Brian Cashman, right? You are, your team has been utterly successful. You've been with the team for over a decade. No yeah, one looked to the assistant. Let's, let's no, one's, oh, yeah. no one's looked to the assistant as an option. I mean, you, you, Alex Anthopoulos is that good? Were, I'm just kidding. You, Al, yeah. Anthopoulos is good. You, you, but there's you, how many also, shitty GMs out there? Yeah, but you're you're missing the Dan Duquette's worth it more than her. I'm sorry that I'm just talking over you. You're missing the point that I was trying to make, though. Uh, that is a valid point, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't really know. Well, and that's the thing. We'll never truly know. My whole point is, it's uh, a lot of these are also based on who the owner, the people making decisions, is comfortable with. So two of her area two of her places that she worked for the yankees they haven't changed gms you're absolutely right i would fully expect there to be complete equality in the in the executive baseball no yeah of course of course i understand (laughs) but i'm i'm just saying that and i'm not saying you're sitting on that either i'm just yeah playing playfully being devil's advocate here yep understood 
we can all agree it's an awesome signing and hopefully there's more to come yeah it's fantastic it's good it's good to see and And hopefully she fails it's (laughs) if the yankees don't win i hope it's the marlins because then i don't give a shit don mattingly gets a awesome or race i would throw i hope she fails (laughs) i hope she succeeds and that's fair and another nle's team besides the braves yeah but don mattingly gets fired <laughs> well, hey, listen. We just like we are all about the hard hitting facts and tackling the the most the biggest news stories here in the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. We just want to crack open and dig in, and we're we not afraid. We're about we are no. not afraid of backing off. <laughs> we have no idea what we're talking about, but we, we will no fight we it to know. the death. I will. I will fight to the death. All right. So I got two more things. One, I don't think we have to fight to the death on. Theo Epstein has resigned. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. Theo Epstein, quite honestly, I think is a little bored and is a little like Dombrowski right now where he looks at it. He took the Red Sox and he got them a ring. He took the Cubs and he got them a ring. Two historic franchises that didn't have had long droughts and he got them rings. And now he's looking at the team and saying, you know what? This ain't going well. The sustainability yeah. that we all thought the Cubs were going to have I think he kind of sees the writing that he wants another challenge. Um, he's already said he's going to take a year off, which I think makes sense. And I also think he's giving Jed Hoyer his due. Um, he Hoyer's he mm-hmm. he uh, was with Hoyer with the Red Sox. Then he took him away. Um, I think he was with the Padres. Uh, was when, Hoyer the GM when they won in two thousand seven? Well, I think it was Epstein, but I think Epstein. I think Hoyer was the assistant, and then I believe yep. Hoyer went to the Padres, and then I think yes. when he went Correct. to the Cubs, he took Hoyer. So I think okay. so. Hoyer was never the GM of the Red Sox. No, but I think the I think the point is is, and it's weird too, right? Because what the GM was fifteen years ago is now like the vice president of ops. It, it's not normally the GM now is almost the assistant GM role. It's kind of weird. It's mm-hmm. but what we think of the GM. So I think Hoyer is getting that promotion now to Theo's position. So the person really making the decisions, pulling the strings, is the is the is the president of ops. Correct. Yeah, it, it, it's it's what Theo is. It's what Alex Anthopoulos is. Is what Andrew Freeman is. It's almost like just giving them an extra raise. But I, I think too, this is kind of fair for jed hoyer the the cubs are in a rebuilding phase they're going to be making some moves they've already said this offseason so instead of theo making those moves and then kind of in a year walking away it's kind of hoyer's turn to uh make the decisions yeah so and, and, and if they're going to somewhat blow it up though it should be hoyer to be able to make those decisions of who he wants to keep and who he wants to bring in for prospects so where's epstein going now what team hasn't won a World Series in forever? I Cleveland. Know. I'm gonna go with Cleveland. I don't. I don't. I think. Mm. No. I feel like he was gonna want a big budget team though. It's not Dodgers. No Yankees. No. The problem is that the teams are the Phillies and the Angels, but the Angels. Ooh. No. Phillies would be good. But but the Phillies need a GM this year, and the Angels just signed someone. But they they have. You Sandy can't Alders. tell me the Angels wouldn't drop where they wouldn't drop whoever to get. Theo Epstein, come on. Potentially, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's the thing. I just don't think there's a, uh, th- there's a clear answer. This is basically who, what job will be available next year. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Anyway, hmm. the, the last thing I have is 
I am a big sports fan. I also have children. I like sports okay. and I like my children. So so naturally, I, I enjoyed getting my children into sports. And I, I'm in a love-hate relationship right now where my life is. Because I woke up 3 in the morning to a 5-year-old boy basically yelling, I'm going to say, at 3 a.m. to, Daddy, who won the Vikings-Bears game? No, he didn't. Now, now mind you, we're not Vikings or Vikings or Bears fan. <laughs> I don't have any fancy players because he at least somewhat understands what that means. That well, I already won the, my week. There's literally nothing riding on it. He just wants to know. Wow. He, so uh, with the 474 texts in our group texts that we got, that me and Pat yeah. never read. But part of the and thank you, Pepe, telling me that you can unmute notifications because that helped me. It's the greatest thing of all time. Part of part of the oh, reason you didn't you didn't know you could mute no. notifications. Oh, <laughs> I found that yeah, out. That's two weeks a powerful ago. tool. So literally, what I, what I do is I Sunday morning I start the mute and then I take it off Sunday night. <laughs> I've never took it off. Oh really? It's I awful. Why can't you opt out of the? Can we just a side note? Why can't you opt out? Oh, can I restart our group chat? Because it's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love to. Stop it! You're such a baby about. It. Oh my god! I know. We're, we're really... so sorry that we but, just um... interfere with your life by putting notifications on your phone. It's just. Which he doesn't no, even get. I, that. It's just no, a I number it's a, on his it's phone. It's a number I have to click off. Here's the thing: I would be more interactive if there was less texts. Because I'm not reading through 400 texts to find out that you. Put in DeAndre Hopkins and he dropped the ball. I don't care. DeAndre Hopkins did no, not. No, he did not. DeAndre Hopkins no, did not did drop not. the ball. He caught that ball. What a catch that was. <laughs> the only thing he dropped was Houston Texans oh, fans' hearts. Awful. That's all he dropped. And it wasn't even his fault. And don't worry, uh, Tyler made, made a picture on that. <laughs> so with, with baseball, I, I have in my upstairs i have basically what i did for braves games is i have the braves logo whatever logo they're playing and then i have a spot to put the score and so literally after every night i would put who they're playing what the score was and a smiley face or a frowny face so now i don't do that for more for football because scoring can be different right, and, right braves are my team so he has a notebook and he literally will take the phone. One, he's super excited for Red Zone every Sunday. And we have to watch the touchdown montage. He actually, while watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, stopped watching it and took my phone to watch the touchdown montage. Because I have YouTube TV wow. on the phone. And then what he, and he literally just says touchdown, whatever team. He knows like he knows a 25 considerable of amount teams. of teams. I was yeah. sitting there watching it yep. with him, and he's like, the Ravens are playing the Steelers. I was like, how the hell do you know that? Yeah. So, and now what he does is he takes my phone and goes in the ESPN app, and he goes in the scores. He'll just, he draws the picture of the team, just like I had for the baseball, and he'll draw the, and he does, for, I mean, for a five-year-old, he does good drawings of, like, a Patriot and a Steeler, and he'll literally, and then he'll put the scores down at the end of the game. So he has like a book of like all the scores last week. And now his thing is because there's no football, he goes into the ESPN app and they have percentages on like who's favored to win. And he just rattles off everyone. He's like, daddy, 
the Patriots are favored to beat the Texans. I'm like, that's great. Texans is one of the few teams he can't get. He calls them the Horns, and then he asks me what team it is. But he's like, and, and he, he does the Patriots, and he's a big Buccaneers fan. For the chance that sports betting gets legalized why. in Massachusetts. I, I know. I, I already I, I wrote my letter told to the him, senator. <laughs> two, two days ago, I told him, Tyler, promise me one thing. Don't Do you gamble. want me to show him how to play DFS? No, I literally thought of you. I'm like, he's just going to be Dave Classic. Oh, wow. So, you know that Mike wow. Zimmer is a good defensive-minded coach, but he had a young secondary this year. So, how Mike Zimmer's defense works is it relies on strong communication and players being in the right spot at the right time and be able to fall. So, earlier in the year, they were not that, very, that, not that good, but over time, they've gotten better. Every game, they've improved. So, you know that fact, right? So, that's fact number one. Fact number two, Kirk Cousins, when forced to throw, is actually a pretty good quarterback. He knows how to throw the ball. Fact three, Kirk Cousins has two dynamic receivers, and Adam Thielen and, Jesp- and uh, was it Justin Jefferson? It, yes. yes. Two dynamic, Can you imagine dynamic wide digs? receivers. You, fact number four, you know that if the Vikings score, it is through one of three players. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Right? Fact number five, you know that Dalvin Cook historically has been bad against the Bears and that the Bears have been very good this season against the run. Mm -hmm. And the last fact I'm going to give you is you know that the Bears have a fucking terrible offense. It's Mm -hmm. awful. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, if you were going to make (laughs) a bunch of showdown teams, Mm -hmm. would you A, build it around the Minnesota passing offense, knowing all those facts, mm-hmm. would you build it around the Minnesota run offense? Hmm. Would you build it around the Chicago passing offense? What would you do? Yep. Minnesota pass offense. Easy, Pretty right? Easy. Why did could I make 20 teams? Again? Why did I make 20 teams <laughs> built around the Chicago the passing fun. offense? Why did I do that? Because because you love Alan Robinson. I do love Alan Robinson. Is it because no one else is going to do the it problem and then is, you get the one in a million? And it's that's the overthinking, right? Because here's the problem. It, it's it's because he tinkered. And he actually tinkering. had the entire Minnesota I never tinkered. I never tinkered. So I played Jefferson yeah. and Thielen and Cousins. <laughs> but I focused. So I should have tinkered. That's the problem. I look at that game and I no, sat there and everything I just told you I knew when I was building the teams. And I said, Ooh. nope. Nope, Dave's gonna overthink this one, and he's gonna I say, just "No, what he's gonna do?" One angel, you dress as an angel on one shoulder, and you as a devil on the other shoulder. And everything I just to told her. you came true. If you yeah. if you focused on the Minnesota yeah. passing offense, gold, Jerry, gold, Jerry, yep. it's gold. <laughs> Kenny Banya. It wasn't really hypothetical, but it was more of just like this yeah, is my not this is a microcosm <laughs> of my DFS life. Your idea of hypothetical is different than the world's. <laughs> You guys knew the answer. I did too. I just chose to ignore it. I I started writing down the facts. I got lost in fact three. It's like Adam Thielen plays for the Bears. I don't know what is happening here. What the hell? Uh, sometimes we make it more complicated than it needs to be. Yes, kind of. The best part is I convinced Tommy, our friend Tommy, to start Darnell Mooney from the Bears. I'm like, I gave him all these facts and blah, blah, blah. I convinced myself and then thus convinced him. And the poor bastard was going to play uh, uh, Cordarello Patterson. 
Cordell. So he was going to play him, and I convinced him to play Mooney, who had like two fantasy points. But the amazing thing is, Tommy still won by one point because Dalvin oh, Cook. Good for him. Did not quite get there. good for Tommy. So that's a good mass. That was a good win for him. I was happy for him. I lost forty bucks. Not happy for me, but super happy for him. Great, oh. good. Nicely done. I have. I can tell. So this is the first week this year that I have decided that I am going to just <laughs> what little amounts left in my bankroll. I'm just going to play it this week, and whatever happens, happens, and I'm done. It probably won't play out that way, but. I was just about to say, I can I bet money <laughs> yep. that it won't. Yep. Play out can I bet money, yeah. Dave. That I got a hypothetical for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pat, you were talking about baseball or something. No, no, that was it. Oh, okay, that's really a hit. I think I have to correct myself. I said, uh, "What if Minnesota still had Diggs?" Kind of just how that would have three elite receivers, but I actually think they took Jefferson with the I pick think so that too. they got for Diggs, so that so that wouldn't have worked out. So I was wrong. No, uh, I created a little monster, and now he's off the rails, and yeah. I'm very proud and scared at the same time. That's I don't all. think you need three dynamic wide receivers. I think you need two. I think it becomes too many mouths to feed. Tom Brady will tell you that. Hmm. I think it's too many mouths to feed. I don't think you need that much talent. I think you're putting, in most cases, you'd be putting too much, re- too many resources into your wide receiver unit when that's not going to be the whole key to victory. Agreed. With that being said, if Antonio Brown want to play for my team for yeah, nothing, I mean, he I abuses yes. people and he's also, you know, he's a, he's a criminal. Pat, so fuck it, yeah. Pat doesn't like women, okay. remember. Oh, that's right. We we yeah. assess that in the yeah, MLB. Please. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah Call back. Antonio yeah. Brown's a great addition. Oh, with, without <laughs> any, with, with player A of Antonio Brown's skill and no Ray mm, Rice? nothing else, I would say <laughs> Ray Rice? No, no. No, Ray Rice never got a second chance. No, he did not. That's true. But but quite honestly, but quite honestly, Ray Rice did not get a second chance because he punched someone, uh, a woman, his yeah. fiance. Right? Tyreek Hill then. Um, How about Tyreek Hill? And there and there's the difference. Ray Rice didn't get a second chance because he was a running back, getting a little older, and the season before lost his step, and that's why no mm. one gave him a chance. Tyreek Hill is still a really good player. So they people look past it because he's a really good player in his prime. He's a poop. Yep. Piece of poop. Yes. Yes, he is. That's my analysis. I got right. some analysis. Well, thanks for you. taking us through baseball, Pat. We really don't think that you hate women. We know that you love them. No, you just you just hate women that work for the Marlins, or all the Marlins. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Yeah. Unless you're Martin Prado. Accurate. I oh, love Martin Prado. Actually. All right. You I like I like the Marlins right, lineup. If Martin like Prado became the GM of the Miami, oh, why are you trying to fire her already, David? <gasps> anyway, I'm posing right. a hypothetical. Is that you don't know what that means? I don't think you know what hypothetical means. <laughs> it's not a question, David. <laughs> that I. I got a hypothetical for you. What's your favorite candy bar? No, that's not what that is. That's not what that is. Stop it. I got a, I got a hypothetical for you. Can you guys tell me what Mark Burley, AJ Burnett, Michael Kadire, Latroy Hawkins, Tori Hunter, Tim Hudson, Shane Victorino, Nick Swisher, and Aramis Ramirez have in common? They're all on the 2021. They're all hall first year on the ballot for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. So that's 
How does Nick Swisher I... even make it onto a ballot? That's my question. So I'm not going to go into my whole shebang on what my personal opinions are about the Hall of Fame. We will get into that at some point. I have very strong beliefs. Carol I have Baines? very, very strong beliefs about the Hall of Fame. goes back to me talking to my grandfather about it. However, at what point do we cut the list off? I liked Nick Swisher. Nick Swisher should not be on the ballot. He's a nice guy. Nice guy. I've, I saw him when he got signed by the Yankees. I went to that spring training and it was like the most boring spring training I ever been to until that dude took a golf cart out and started doing donuts into the back, into the outfield. <laughs> so really fun guy. Great part of the Yankees. He shouldn't be on the, on the ballot. Latroy Hawkins. Why <laughs> is he on the ballot? Decent pitcher at best. Why do you even have the, cause he pitched forever. I don't care. There Don't needs to be greater restrictions no devil's on who advocate here. is on the list. Why is Dan Heron on the ballot for the Hall of Fame? Dan Heron was a very good pitcher. Stop it. Stop, Stop it. There's there's very few players that, even if, even if you take the steroid piece out, there's very few players on the ballot that I think deserve to be even be on the ballot. Sosa, I, I Sheffield, agree. Kurt Schilling. Tony Womack. I don't think he's on the ballot. I don't think he's on. No, but he did get, get a vote. Because <laughs> he's one of those. He's nothing, one of the Nick Swisher Nothing makes me angrier than when You know AJ who voted Pop, for Tony or, Womack? No. The guy who wrote Kanye Weston onto the fucking president. Correct. J.J. Putz got a vote for the Hall of Fame. What are we doing? It's, it's There's got to be a better it's way. J.J. Putt's dad is a Hall of Fame J.J. Poots, then. You know what? He also shouldn't have gotten a vote. Putts or Poots. I don't care. If you voted for him, you're a Putts. How about that? Ooh. Thank you. Hot. Thank Ooh, you very much. clever. Good. So, hot take. I don't think anybody's getting into the Hall of Fame. That's going to be my early call on that one. How does Barry Bonds not make my, it into my, the Hall of Fame? My hope is that Andrew Jones is in... This would be the if he's getting in. It's I'm not gonna year. say it'd be the year. Yeah, not necessarily because the way the stupid Hall of Fame voting goes and where they like gradually, you know, it, it's yeah, you he's know gonna what lose I'm saying. Votes like to Shane no, 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 no. But it's one of those like a lot of people don't vote people into the hall until they get closer to that's the fucking dumb. date. I'm sorry to curse, but that's I know it is. Dumb. I know it is. Uh, it's like why are what are you? What are we doing? My, my, my only thing is I, I don't care enough. I, I mean, do. I, 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 I know you do. And, and I, I understand I that you're, you're, it's a valid point. It. It's fucking dumb. It's one of those. So I'm broken. not very passionate about a lot of things. I, I the Hall of Fame care. for baseball, for me, the Hall of Fame is, and the reason I'm so big into it, me and my grandfather used to, whenever the ballot would come out, we'd be like, who do we think should get in? And he would always tell me, Mattingly's a good player, but he doesn't belong in. If Mattingly's on here, I'm fucking picking him over half of these guys. He's not. He doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but he's better than most of these people. I, 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 I like Michael Kadire. Michael Kadire was a good is piece he on your Harold Baines baseball though? team. Ooh, Mattingly? He did really well for me. Fancy. Well, I'd have to look at it. If I would what? take if, Mattingly over Harold Baines. If, oh, I would for one year, but over the... Oh, we should do career, that. Once a, Baines once was a, a lot better. Once a show. Oh, would know. you take this player Long, over Harold Baines? For like, his career? Oh, I like that. I, I do like that I do like that. I want to look at who's gotten um, the who are the worst people that got votes for the Hall of Fame. Tony Womack. Kadir had a seventeen point eight WAR career. Oh, okay, forget it. Almost Put him in. I think Bonds had that in two years. 
and help me win a fantasy championship by playing. I bet you you could combine two of Bonds' seasons, and that would exceed that. What's crazy? The the craziest thing to me is like Tony Womack. Someone voted. Somebody voted for Tony Womack. Somebody voted for JJ Poots. And then there's also people that said not Ken Griffey Jr. though, not Cal Ripken Jr., not Tom Seaver, Uh, not not Greg Greg Max. Come on. That that's where so I don't care uh, personally. I understand your passion about the actual votes, like that makes sense. I don't care that Nick Swisher's on it. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, it's like good for him. You can say you were on the ballot. You shouldn't get a vote. If you get a vote, I almost feel like there should be a committee to say why did you get a vote and take that right. When we vote end up away. talking about when I really go into the Hall of Fame, because I think if you vote for Nick Swisher, you shouldn't get a vote next year. I want a legitimate reason yeah. why. That's what I would. Yeah, yeah they Not should justify their pick. You don't have a legitimate they have to reason. justify their pick. Yeah. When when yeah. you don't vote um, for Derek Jeter for the Hall of Fame, I want you to justify why. Right, and I don't want to hear it's because someone didn't vote for Babe Ruth. I don't care. Yeah, that's not a legitimate reason. In 2013 and 14, Mike Trout had an 18.9 war. Oh, no. Only that I think that's half of Harold Baines' career. Yeah. If he does not get in unanimous, on, though, wait. that's insanity. Jeter didn't get in unanimous. That's insanity. I, I would understand but he's not Mike more Trout. than Ken Griffey Jr. Or Cal Ripken. Maddox. Cal yeah. Ripken should have gotten unanimous. That's Who's a not unanimous. for Cal Ripken? 2015-2016, Trout had an over-20 war in two years. Give me Barry Bonds' so Just two those best two years, years alone, he had a better. It Literally, 20 was Mike Trout's two best mm. years. I bet you Bonds is like 25. Barry. Mm-hmm thousand a million million war <laughs> it's gonna be 23.4 one million one million well he was atrocious defensively oh. in his later years it's hard yeah, when no, you're walking it, around like uh... the Michelin man <laughs> when you're when there's so much gr- gravity oh, pulling your head down because it 23.6 i mean that's a solid couple of years i was only it's off by point two. um that two 2001 2002 2001 he famously hit mm. 73 oh points. he did do that didn't he he was only making in those two years uh but what ten ten point three million but and what did he do million. before the steroids? Oh, he was still the best player in baseball? Oh, he was oh, still the best player in okay. baseball. He was a forty forty guy. Oh, he was a perennial all star and gold glover and one of the most dynamic players to ever played a game. Not not the most accurate no. arm though. It's no Andrelton Simmons. Nineteen ninety two, game seven. <laughs> Is that Sibreen? Yes it was. Yes. It was. Well, when you got the he flash the running. It's like he, watching he made, Tommy hey, from Western Mass run. Ooh, Tommy from Western Mass. Sorry, we're taking shots, Tommy. You're a big star of the show today. (laughs) Talking about... I don't know if that's a good thing. Who doesn't want to be a star of the Middle Age Sports Spectacular? So much fandom. So much fandom to be had. Tommy from Western Mass. All right, so I have one last question. So this is a new segment I want to come up with. It's called, Am I Wrong? And and the answer is most likely yes. Um, since I started going back to work in driving, you know, cause I was locked up in my house due to COVID for a long time and I recently started driving and, and I cannot stand the way that people drive. And, you know, there's people that don't use their turn signals like David or people that wait till the, you don't use your turn signals all the time. You're the one that told me that. I don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I, and I didn't like even that. realize it until my wife, Steph pointed it out to me. She's like, you don't use your turn signals. Yeah. And to me, it, it see now you're gonna get me going. 
because if there's a car right behind me and I am making a deliberate turn where they need to know, I will use my turn signal. If I am going to an intersection where I get in a lane where it's right turn only, I'm not using it. You should know that I'm turning right. I would agree with you. I'm talking more about people on the highway that don't oh. use their turn signals. They to like change switching lanes. lanes? Yes, oh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't always do And that, I think though. we all, for the most part, agree with that. Really? You don't it's do just because I'm going faster than people. Wait. You don't need to know okay, I'm fine. switching because I'm going faster than you. All right. Fine. Um, <laughs> there's also the people that wait till. The... No, that's not fine. No, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. It's fine. Okay. Then you got the people that wait till the end to merge. When you've known for three miles that we're going to be merging into the right lane, I hate the, pe- uh, the people that go. go wait till the end to cut the cut the line. Yeah. I can't stand that. Are they, they afraid? Mom, Are they afraid? Does that? No, no, it's, it's quicker. quicker. You're cutting the line. They cut the line. Wait, the majority. I guarantee you, there like, are oh, yeah, some that. that that like, oh, I don't know what to do. But the majority of them are speeding past me. Yeah, yeah. I rip it up that ramp. Right. I think the majority of people go, all right, that's kind of a dick move. So here's my question, because me and my wife have been talking about this for a very long time. And I have a strong opinion about this, and I want to know, am I wrong? At a four-way stop, okay, I feel like there's a natural cadence to the four-way stop. You pull up, whoever gets to the the stop sign first, then proceeds to go, correct? Mm -hmm. So you pull up first, you go, then the next person, next person, next person. Yes. When someone gives you the early wave, they pull up first and then they wave you along. Like you're somewhat close, but they definitely pulled in further, closer than you did a little bit sooner. They give you a wave. That fucking makes me so mad because it's throwing off the natural cadence. It's taking longer. I'm stopping and then I'm going, no, dude, just go. You got there. Just go. Just stop. What are you doing? There's nothing that makes me more angry. I I think it's situational. So where that becomes even more complicated is if, so you're at a four-way stop and he waves you, but there's another car coming on one of those other areas. You know what I'm saying? If it's just, if it's nine o'clock at night and it's just you and him and he waves you, I agree. I don't think that's a big deal. That I agree. Notice how Pat automatically changed the driver to a he. He just immediately just got away from women. He didn't want a woman driver because he's like, they don't know what they're doing. That's pretty much what he just said. (laughs) But I agree. To be fair, (laughs) sexist Cullen over there. I agree with him on that. And then when she pulls in the next lane, and I don't know what to do now. now, And then the transgender person pulls in on the other lane. I really... I guess. Then the pan, the pansexual, the pansexual comes to the other thing, and Pat's yeah. like, "Why is there so many pans in the back of their car? I don't understand this. Stop. I don't get it. What the hell's so going on? Fairness, if they have pans clanging on the back of their car, stop it. We're way off anyway. the rails here. But but could've, am I wrong? Am I wrong to be like, just go? I don't need you to be my friend and give me the wave like you're doing me a fucking favor. I don't need your favor. Just go and then I'll go. I'm so split on this because half of me wants to agree with you and half of me wants to break this down and show you why you're wrong. That's because you're my friend. <laughs> so part of me's like, okay, if I was to look at this rationally, which if you hadn't posed the question and I was approaching the intersection, I would not. I would 100% be in agreement. Just fucking go. Just uh-huh. go. It's fine. Right. 
And then I would say, I would step back and I would say, Dave, wow, that is a really dumb thing to get upset about. Like, what if that person has been in an accident at an intersection just like this? And they approach it now a little bit more cautiously and they're just waving you on. They're just fucking waving you on. What's your problem? Why are you so uptight? Was it because that you and your wife got in a fight last night and you didn't sleep very well and you had a (laughs) shit day at work and now you're pulling up this intersection? You're taking it out on that poor woman across the way that Pat hates because he doesn't like women. What is your problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she probably stole his inflatable Christmas thing from Home Depot. And, and then yeah. I would. S- well, in fairness, if anyone steals. Man, I, woman, I'm, doesn't matter. Pam, doesn't yeah, matter. I, None of this matters. And I, I've already thought about that. I'm just going to be so sad because how am I going to tell my boys? <laughs> They're going to be so couldn't sad. couldn't get the Snoopy this ja- year. Yeah. I, I, Jackson begged me like five times today to turn the inflatables on. And I don't, as much as I wanted to get them up, I don't necessarily want to have them up two weeks before Thanksgiving. So I'm trying not to put them up every day. I did yesterday because they were all up. But anyway, I'm uh, sorry. The only Continue. piece I was going to say after that is that I would say, then I would sit there and I would tell myself, Dave, you're overthinking this. Why are you making such a big deal of this? And that right there is a microcosm of my whole life and every decision that I ever make. So, but then when it's you a, tinker, it's a real hypothetical, isn't it? Making. It is a hypothetical, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking, I have a question for you. In that intersection situation, yep. you pull up. Mm-hmm. To your left is a fi- is a fire truck. It's directly in front of you is a police officer, and to your right is a mail truck. Who has the right of way? Well, is it a male or a woman? Do they all pull up at the same truck? time? Yep. You go to the exactly right. the same time. I let the. I'll tell you right now. I'm backing up. I'm not going. I can Who tell has you that. the right of way? I would assume, I've always thought it was the person to the right. It is the mail truck because they are federal government. Not fake news. It's not my government. No, <laughs> no I agree. With you. That's fine. It's I not need fine. To make, no, I don't need Somebody's to make that gonna decision. Somebody's going to die because you need your mail-in ballot sent when you could have just well, gotten past the hoax of a fucking coronavirus. I voted in person. I just want to that out. Thank you. Because it's I a big hoax. All these, it's just, it's because the Democrats are pedophiles. That's why. This you know what's is funny all... is someone's listening to this going, he's right. They he is right. God damn it. They like pizza and pedophilia. <laughs> Pepperoni pizza. You, that's a thing. Pedophilia. That's a thing. We can talk about it later. Oh, yeah. Really? There's a whole QAnon thing about how Biden and Hillary are running a pedophile ring out of a pizza parlor. Yeah, that's I'm why not I was joking. saying that. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yes. And JFK Jr. is alive uh, and he's pulling the strings. Oh, that son of a bitch. I knew it. Uh, I knew it. Okay. Yep. What a crazy time. And the Braves won the 2020 World Series. Yeah, we know that. that that's not <laughs> and they were not oh, the no, team leader. <laughs> and a woman is a GM of the Marlins, huh? <laughs> Guys? <laughs> Love oh, the What a crazy time we live in, those Democrats. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why'd you get political? So what was the answer to the whole question? Your wife was right? I think I'm right. I wanted to know your honest opinions. I think I'm right, though I know it's dumb. I know it's stupid, and I know that i should just just go but to me it's about the it's the point of the whole situation the fact that that makes you matter than anything else is yes. a bit weird hey it's i a, agree with you it's a bit oh strange. yeah i'm out i'm out of control there are some unresolved issues there yeah it's i mean it's not Most that different than me childhood. getting pissed off because pat's order, ordering seven spider donuts at dunkin donuts and ordering 12 iced coffees in in the line and it takes me a half fucking hour to get a coffee I, I will say this. The last couple of orders we've done, they've been it's very Because there's no more spider donuts. They haven't even forgotten the, the donuts. spider donuts are gone. They actually did forget 
I went off keto and I got oh, my first donut. Oh, that was donut, amazing, wasn't it? And they didn't, they didn't give me the donut though. They Sorry, only got no. Tyler and Chance. You chances. ain't got that donut. I cur, <laughs> I cur. Yeah, I actually, I don't normally, but I did Boston check cream? the donut. I Boston, checked the bag. Yeah, it was Boston. Oh yeah. Cream. Oh, Boston. it's got to be a Boston cream, yep. man. When oh, you're coming out of retirement. Yeah. I, I, it's Boston cream. If you're yeah. gonna do uh, it, go I, I checked and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, excuse me, <laughs> excuse um, me sir, one, one more Boston cream, because I'm not, I'm not gonna tell one of my kids they don't get a donut, and I was having a donut that day, so so, yeah. got a so, so I'm wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're I'm just. Uh, am I? I don't need to get be a... right. No, 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 stop, stop, Dave. You, there's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Is he wrong am or I is wrong he not? Or am I not wrong? It, 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 because I I agree. It's there is a level, right? It's not a hundred percent. He's right or wrong, but you you gotta. Yeah. It's this right. is Let's say it with right. conviction. Is, he's wrong. Yep. He's he said wrong. What? what do you think? I'm not wrong. He's Ooh. not. This wrong. is what we're gonna do. Okay. I he's want all of you listeners out there to email in and let me know if I'm wrong or not. And next episode, we're going to find yes, out if I'm wrong. We're going to need a tiebreaker. I need... Well, well, he won't He won't check no, the email. No, I'll check it. I promise I'll check it. If you let me know if I'm wrong or not. This is a huge debate at, at the Pepe household. This is serious. Please. You you could define the rest of his marriage yeah. with this answer right here. Whatever you say, I'm probably going to Let say me that, ask but... you this. I was going to say, if somebody emails in and says you're wrong, do you go to your wife with your tail between your legs and concede? No, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna count in the mail in ballots. What? I'm Why would you do for that? the mail in ballots? There's there's so many times he's gonna have to do because that anyway. Because some of us don't value equality in our marriage, here's, Patrick. Here's what you don't understand. Some Sam of us. wasn't listening when I was talking, so she has no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't really listening to half of what you were saying anyway. I was just waiting for my turn to talk. You lie. <laughs> do I really? Am I really lying right now that I was waiting for my turn to talk? You listened to us. I did. I listened to you. I thought it was a very valid argument. Just Pat put me on the spot, and I had to choose, and so I went with your wrong. Okay. I Listen, that's totally fine. I understand so, that. Why are you so mad, bro? Just mad. That was good. I like that segment, though. I look forward to the next one next week. I don't know what I have a next week. Not everything makes me mad. Most things Oh, maybe you mad. bring a hypothetical next week. Yeah. You're like we'll a grab bag of fun topics. So I try. I try to be the shining light of this show. When you guys are complaining about not winning World Series and losing money in DFS, I need to be like the uh, Statue of Liberty, just shining a light upon this great nation. And that's what I try to be every single week. When I'm, I'm here. sorry, did you say something, Pepe? Uh, I wasn't listening. God. You're lying. Next week is going to be a is going to be a monumental DFS analysis because I'm making one team, one singular team, with my entire what's left of my bankroll. On that you know one what? team. You know what? I already got my idea then, for next week. I do. <laughs> and then follow us the week after when Dave doubles down. <laughs> and next puts week's a the Thanksgiving the episode. I already Down know what I'm going to talk about. Oh, Ooh, that's the worst tease. dinner of all time. We're going to talk I are, about. I don't. I'm. Ta- I got dibs. Dibs. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I hate that fucking dinner. You do. It's awful. We got a number two of am i wrong oh okay, okay. see you're giving the people what they just want just just giving them what they want guys in under two hours that's what we try to do but we need a tiebreaker the problem is is only with me and pat if we choose opposite answers there's no tiebreaker 
Well, if we don't get, here's what we'll do. If we don't get any call, we don't get any emails. Well, we're not getting any calls. I can tell you that. But if we get, if we don't get any emails, I will text Doug and see if he will give me an, an right. opinion. on. We're going to, yeah, we'll go to Doug on this one. Defer to Cause Doug. he's way smarter than us. Absolutely. And he could care less about our feelings, so he's going to tell you the truth. <laughs> Great. Ah. That's why we love him. All right. All right. Good stuff. It's a fun show. Sounds good. I think we talked about sports somewhere in there. I can't yeah. remember. Good I'm sure it was when Pat was talking. Anyway. I don't know. No one's listening so, then. Tune in next week to our for our pre-Thanksgiving special where we talk oh. about my fantasy woes and getting out of the addiction gambling probably not going to happen but anyway come hungry pat's guys gonna, there's going to be plenty of sides pat's going to talk more about his blow up doll fetish and pepe is going Seriously. to give us another hypothetical what's wrong it's not what hypotheticals are david that's not what they are stop it <laughs> it's gonna be a great show you, please listen next episode oh god it's not what they are it's not oh, what they Lord. are Lucky anyway he's pretty I'm losing that though, man. It's fading fast. Yeah, fading yeah, real yeah. fast. Sorry, you're not. Your looks aren't what they are, but your libido is. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. I'm getting, All I'm right. Losing it. Thanks for hanging around, everybody. <laughs> Have a great night. All right. Good. Oh shit, that's me. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, now you got to put the women first, right? That was the best closer ever. Wow. Oh, I gotta stop it. <laughs>